Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. This is going to be episode 233, episode 233, and today I'm going to do the readings for December 26, St. Stephen, St. Stephen's Day, the first martyr. So if you like what I do and you think I'm doing a good job, please subscribe and share. It would be a great help. Now that we got that out of the way, let's begin with the prayer for Christmas tide. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And behold, the Lord, the ruler, is come, and the kingdom in his hand, and power and dominion. Give to the king your judgment, O God, and to the king's son your justice. O God, whose only begotten Son appeared in the substance of our flesh, grant we implore you that by him in whom outwardly we recognize our likeness, we may deserve to be inwardly created anew, who lives and reigns, with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Okay, so now we are in St. Stephen's Day, so let's begin. Uh, let me read a little bit here, introduction. The Acts of the Apostles describes the death of St. Stephen. He was one of the first deacons appointed by the Apostles. In his death, Stephen Im imitated Jesus by forgiving his persecutors. The mention of Saul, who will become Paul, reminds us that the blood of martyrs is the seed of the faith. K. Entrance Antiphon. The gates of heaven were opened for blessed Stephen, who was found to be first among the number of the martyrs, and therefore is crowned triumphant in heaven. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. K. Now we'll do the uh, Act of Penance. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault, Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, Ever-Virgin, and all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us and forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kiri Elision, Kiri Elision, Kiri Elision, Christe Elision, Christe Elision, Christe Elision, Kiri Elision, Kiri Elision. Kiri Elision. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, Lord God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world. Receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I have to say, I really missed saying the Gloria. <laughs> I really did, and uh, I'm sure a lot of you, it really, um, a lot of times, I have to admit, it. I really do get emotional when I say the Gloria, 
And uh, I love the Kiri. That's also something that's so important. The Kiri is a, the Kiri Elision, Christe Elision. It's a beautiful, beautiful um, prayer that the church kept from the uh, from its Greek heritage. Okay, so um, the prayer. Grant, Lord, we pray that we may imitate what we worship and learn to love even our enemies. For we celebrate the heavenly birthday of a man who, who knew how to pray even for his persecutors. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Okay. Today's readings uh, readings jolt me, jolt me back from the serenity and joy of Bethlehem to the reality of strife and persecution so common in our 21st century world. I'm reminded why Jesus came among us and how I may be called to witness to him. May Jesus be my hope and my strength. This is from the, uh, the Missal by St. Paul, Daily Missal. All right, first reading, Acts chapter 6. Verse 8 to 10, 7 to 54 and 59. I see the heavens opened. A reading from the Holy Acts of the Apostles. Amen. Stephen, filled with grace and power, was working great wonders and signs among the people. Certain members of the so-called synagogue of uh, freed men Cyrenians and Alexandrians and people from Sicilia and Asia came forward and debated with Stephen, but they could not withstand the wisdom and the spirit with which he spoke. When they heard this, they were infuriated and they, granted their, they grinded their teeth at him. But he, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked up intently to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. And he said, Behold, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. But they cried out in a loud voice and covered their ears and rushed upon him together. They threw him out of the city and began to stone him. The, witness, the witnesses laid down their cloaks at the feet of a young man named Saul. As they were stoning Stephen, he called out, Lord Jesus, receive my prayer. The word of the Lord, thanks be to God. The responsorial psalm is, Into your hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. Into your hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. Into your hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. Be my, be my rock of refuge, a stronghold to, to give me safety. You are my rock and my fortress. For your name's sake, you willed and guide me. Into your hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. Into your hands I commend my spirit. You will redeem me, O Lord, faithful God. I will rejoice and be glad because of your mercy. Into your hands, O Lord. I commend my spirit. Rescue me from the clutches of my enemies and my persecutors. Let your face shine upon your servant. Save me in your kindness. Into your hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. Okay, the uh, gospel antiphon. Alleluia, alleluia. 
Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The Lord is God and, and has given us light. Alleluia, alleluia. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The Lord is God and he and has given us light. Alleluia, alleluia. Readings from the okay from the Holy Gospel of Matthew chapter 10, verse 17 to 22. For it will not be you who, who speak, but the Spirit of your Father. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Beware of men, for they will hand you over to courts, scourge you in their synagogues, and you will be led before governors and the kings for my sake as witnesses before them and the pagans. When they hand you over, do not worry about how you are to speak or what you are to say. You will be given at the moment what you are to say, for it will not be you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. Brother will hand over brother to death and the father his child children will rise up against parents and have them put to death you will be hated by all because of my name but whoever endures to the end will be saved the gospel of the lord praise to you lord jesus christ amen okay so i think we should take a little visit to the book of acts and read that entire story about St. Stephen. All right, so I'm going to read this. I'm going to start from chapter 6 of the book of Acts, and then we're going to go right into his, uh, we'll continue, so we can get a bigger picture exactly of what happened. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Chapter 6. Now, in these days, when the disciples were increasing in number, the Hellenists murmured against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily distribution. And the twelve summoned the body of the disciples and said, It is not right that we should give up preaching the word of God to serve tables. Therefore, brethren, pick out from among you seven men of good repute, full of the spirit and of wisdom whom we may appoint to this to, to this duty but we will devote ourselves we will devote ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word and what they said pleased the whole multitude and they chose stephen a man full of faith and of the holy spirit and philip and prochorus and nachnor and Taman, and Fermenas, and Nicholas, a proselyte of Antioch. These they set before the apostles, and they prayed and laid their hands upon them. And the word of God increased, and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. And Stephen, full of grace and power, did great wonders and signs among the people. Then some of those who belonged to the synagogue of the freed men, as it was called, and of the Cyrenians, and of the Alexandrians, and of those from Sicilia and Asia, arose and disputed with Stephen. 
but they could not withstand the wisdom and the spirit with which he spoke. Then they secretly instigated men who said, We have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and God. And they stirred up the people and the elders and the scribes, and they came upon him and seized him and brought him before the council and set up false witnesses who said, This man never ceases to speak words against this holy place and the law. For we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and will change the customs which Moses delivered to us. And gazing at him, all who sat in the council saw that his face was like the face of an angel. And the high priest said, Is this so? And Stephen said, Brethren and fathers, hear me. The God of glory appeared to our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia before he lived in Haran and said to him, Depart from your land and from your kindred and go into the land which I will show you. Then he departed from the land of the Chaldeans and lived in Haran. And after his, after his father died, God removed him from there into this land in which are, we are now living. Yet he gave him no inheritance in it, not even a foot's length, but promised to give it to him in possessions and to his posterity after him. Though he had no child, and God spoke to this effect, that his posterity would be aliens in a land belonging to others who would enslave them and ill-treat them for four hundred years. But I will judge the nation which they serve. And God, and God said, After that they shall come out and worship me in this place. And he gave him the covenant of circumcision. And so Abraham became the father of Isaac and circumcised him on the eighth day, and Isaac became the father of Jacob, and Jacob of the twelve patriarchs. And the patriarchs, jealous of Joseph, sold him into Egypt. But God was with him, and rescued him out of all his afflictions, and gave him favor and wisdom before Pharaoh, king of Egypt, who made him governor over Egypt and over all his household. Now there came a famine throughout all Egypt and Canaan and a great affliction, and our fathers could find no food. But when Jacob heard that there was grain in Egypt, he sent forth our fathers the first time. And at the second visit, Joseph made himself known to his brothers and Joseph's family became known to Pharaoh. And Joseph sent and called to him Jacob, his father, and all his kindred, seventy-five souls. And Jacob went down into Egypt, and he died himself and our fathers, and they were carried back to Shechem and laid in the tomb that Abraham had bought for a sum of silver from the sons of Hamor, in Shechem. 
But as the time of the promise drew near, which God had granted to Abraham, the people grew and multiplied in Egypt, till there arose over Egypt another king who had not known Joseph. He dealt craftily with, with our race and forced our fathers to expose their infants that they might not be kept alive. At this time, Moses was born and was faithful before God, and he was brought up for three months in his father's house. And when he was exposed, Pharaoh's daughter adopted him and brought him up as her own son. And Moses was instructed in all the wisdom of the Egyptians, and he was mighty in his words and deeds. When he was forty years old, it came into his heart to visit his brethren, the sons of Israel. And seeing one of them being wronged, he defended the oppressed man and avenged him by striking the Egyptian. He supposed that his brethren understood that God was giving them deliverance by his hand, but they did not understand. And on the following day, he appeared to them as they were quarreling, and he would have reconciled them, saying, Men, you are brethren. Why do you wrong each other? But the man who was wronging his neighbor thrust him aside, saying, Who made you a ruler and a judge over us? Do you want to kill me as you killed the Egyptian yesterday? And at this retort, Moses fled and became an exile in the land of Midian, where he became the father of two sons. Now, when forty years had passed, an angel appeared to him in the wilderness of Mount Sinai, in a flame of fire in a bush. When Moses saw that it saw it, he wondered at the sight, and as he drew near to look at to look, the voice of the Lord came. I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and Jacob. And Moses trembled and did not dare to look. And the Lord said to him, Take off the shoes from off your feet, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. I have surely seen the ill treatment of my people that are in Egypt and heard their groaning, and I have come down to deliver them. And now, come, I will send you into Egypt. This Moses, whom they refused, saying, Who made you a ruler and a judge? God sent as both ruler and deliverer by the hand of an angel that appeared to him in the bush. But he led, he led them out, having performed wonders and signs in Egypt and at the Red Sea and in the wilderness for forty years. This is the Moses who said to the Israelites, God will raise up for you a prophet from your brethren. And, raised, and, and as he raised him up, this is he who, is, who was in the congregation in the wilderness with the angel who spoke to him at Mount Sinai and with our fathers. And he received living oracles to give to us. Our fathers refused to obey him, but thrust him aside in their hearts. They turned to Egypt, saying, to Aaron, make for us gods to go before us. As for this Moses who led us out from the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. And they made a calf in those days and offered a sacrifice to the idol and rejoiced in the works of their hands. But God turned and gave them over to worship the host of heavens 
as it was written in the book of the prophets. Did you offer to me slain beasts and sacrifices forty years in the wilderness, O house of Israel? And you took up the tent of Moloch and the star of the god of Raphan and the figures which you made worship, and I will remove you beyond Babylon. Our fathers had the tent of witness in the wilderness, even as he, he who spoke to Moses directed him to make it according to the pattern that he had seen. Our fathers in turn brought it in with, uh, with Joshua when they, when they dispossessed the nations which got thrust out before our fathers. So it was until the days of David, who found favor in the sight of God and asked to, ha to leave to find a, a habitation for the God of Jacob. But it was Solomon who built a house for him. Yet the Most High does not dwell in the house made with hands, as the prophet says. Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. What house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or what is the place of my rest? Did not my hands make all these things? You stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit as your fathers did, so do you. Which of the prophets did, did not your fathers persecute, and they killed those who announced beforehand the coming of the righteous one, whom you have now betrayed and murdered, you who received the law as delivered by angels and did not keep it? Now when they heard these things, they were enraged, and they, and they ground their teeth against him. But he, but he, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. And he said, Behold, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. But they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and rushed together upon him. And they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their garments at the foot feet of a young man named Saul. And as they were stoning Stephen, he prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he knelt down and cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. And Saul was consenting to his death. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. There you go. That's the full story. And that's how it all began. That's how the martyrdom. Some would say that the, the innocent in Bethlehem was the first sign of martyrdom. I really look at Herod killing the holy innocents as uh, a prophecy about abortion. That's how I see it. I see the uh, the Old Testament when the Jews sacrificed their young to idols as a foreshadowing of abortion. Abortion which is supported by the state as usual because you notice that Herod the Great is an earthly prince. He's not, uh, a, he was not a godly man and he ordered all the death of the, in, of the holy innocence of the children from two years under. And all the neighboring towns and villages within the proximity of Bethlehem.
because he wanted to make sure that he didn't leave any stone unturned. So that's the picture of it. So that's how it all started. Now, what do you notice about the beauty of that scene? Is that Stephen was familiar with the epic of salvation history. The epicness, the, the, the long, beautiful history of God and the people of Israel. God calling man, calling humanity back to him, calling us. You notice how he, he dived deep and you see how St. Luke, Luke himself. And what's interesting is that Stephen used the Subduagent Bible, but you know, it, you know, at least that's what Luke used. Stephen could have most likely, definitely the trial could have been possibly held in Greek you know, speaking to the people because all the other ones who accused him were Hellenist Jews themselves, even though they were Cyrenians and Alexandrians, but they were all Hellenists because they were all familiar with the Greek culture and, and the Greek language, but they were also familiar with Judaism and, and everything. But it's just, the point is, is that it was, it's beautiful, the drama of the fact that he stood there and he was basically giving them a catechesis lesson of salvation history. He was giving them the history of salvation. He was re going down the list. And, you know, and who knows? I mean, he, he basically was connecting everything. The promise made to Abraham and the promise of that was made to the patriarch through Moses and then through the, 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 the tent of meeting or the portable temple that they had. And then with David and everything, and he was giving them the entire history and he was connecting it up all, connecting it all to Jesus. It was culminating all to Jesus Christ. Now, maybe St. Luke didn't get all every single word down, but the most likely thing he gave them, a Stephen, with the actual trial where he basically gave them an entire history of the catechesis of, 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 of salvation. There was probably actually more words exchanged. But the point of what the Holy Spirit put down and saved for us is that, it, that Stephen was using scripture and salvation history and pointing it all to Jesus Christ, Jesus of Nazareth. That's what's important. And, and basically what is a sign for us is that we as Christians, as Catholics, and I, I'm going to say every denomination is that we have to dive deep and understand what Stephen, Stephen was using the, the worship of Israel he wasn't condemning Israel's religion. What he was condemning was the fact that these people were jealous. They were hatred and they, 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 they loved power than they loved actually the, 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 the teaching of the truth. They rejected the, 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 the teaching, the revelation. So that's, that's what we have here. 
All right, so let's go into the um, the Nessing Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. And for us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. He rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Okay, so I'm about to do the um, the first time I'm going to say the Our Father in Latin. So... Um, Let's give it a shot, okay? This is, uh, at least we do this in Regina Pachi, so uh, where I go. So let's start. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Pater noster qui es in celi, santa fecetro nomen tuum, ad vignad regnum tuum, fiat valentas tua. Secure in celo et in terra, panam nostrum quotidianum da nobis hodie, et dimidi nobis diepta nostra. Secure et nos dimitimos, Diaptoribus nostris et ne nos indugas intertashinam, se libra nos em malo. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory now and forever. Amen. And um, so that we won't forget, we're going to do the, um, the two, two novenas to Our Lady. I know the other day I forgot to do it, but it, was, it wasn't a good day for me. Uh, unfortunately, Christmas Day, my neighbor was horrible. Uh, played, blasted his music from 12 noon to 7.30 at night. It was not a wonderful day for uh, my mom and me, unfortunately. It was very frustrating. And um, and uh, I have to say, um, I did exactly, uh, was not in a state of grace, unfortunately, because it really was sad and frustrating that someone would do that. Okay. O oh, ever immaculate virgin, mother of mercy, health of the sick, refuge of sinners, comforter of the afflicted. You know my wants, my troubles, and my sufferings. Cast upon me a look of mercy by appearing in the grotto of Lourdes. You were pleased to make it a privileged sanctuary where you dispense your favors and where many sufferers have obtained the cure of their infirmities, both spiritual and corporal. I come, therefore, with the most unbounded confidence to implore your maternal intercession. Obtain, O loving mother, the granting of my request through gratitude for favors. I, 
I will endeavor to imitate your virtues that I may one day share your glory. Amen. O most blessed mother, O most blessed mother, heart of heart of love, heart of mercy, ever live, listening, caring, consoling. Hear our prayers as your children. All right, that was unfortunate. A noise from outside. So let's start one more time. O most blessed mother, heart of love, heart of mercy, ever listening, caring, consoling, hear our prayers. As your children, we implore your intercessions with Jesus, your son. Receive with understanding and compassion the petitions we place before you today, especially. Here we make our own personal intentions. We are comforted in knowing your heart is ever open to those who ask for your prayer. We trust to your gentle care and intercession, those whom we love and who are sick or lonely or hurting. Help all of us, Holy Mother, to bear our burdens in this life until we may share eternal life and peace with God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, once more, God bless you and your families. And Merry Christmas, all right, and stay safe. And please pray for me. And also, if you have any requests uh, of something that you like me to do on my podcast, please go to my Facebook page, The Informed Catholic, and you can put a request there. And uh, hopefully, uh, I'll be able, uh, I'll answer you, and maybe I'll do a podcast if you want me to do uh, something. Uh, that you would like me to continue, maybe on Bible study or something on the rosary or, um, you know, whatever, uh, hopefully, and uh, I can do it. God bless.